That thing that she was dancing to. No. No, oh. that was like boom, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bruh. Slap. The fact that TikTok makes shit get stuck in my head that badly. Mm. It's bad. Sips tea. I mean coffee. Welcome to Thunder Noodle. Woogly boogly. Woogly Thank you for matching my energy. I appreciate that. Anytime, girl. It's Friday and it's a full episode. And how prepared are we? Not prepared at all. Fantastic. So, you guys will hear it here first. Hear it here first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you will hear it on Monday as well. Yes. But me and S, we were not very responsible. Mm-mm. And now we have to double record today. Yeah. Hanging. Because we decided mm. we could totally do research and wine and champagne and At a little bit time. of vodka. Mm. Vodka. Just to a PSA, that did not work out. No. I was passed out on S's floor within a few hours. I did put a pillow under your head. She did. I did feed you pizza. She fed me pizza. She took very good care of me. Yeah. I but I was that. also... Let were you? I was. I yes. told you. I was like, girl, I'm buzzing. I love that. <laughs> so bear with us today as we are doing cases we have just found. <laughs> yeah. As our research for the original case, it did. It was not successful. I know we got a bit distracted. Hey, kept commenting on shit. Yeah. It was like watching a football game. We even saw this one thing where these people have seduction goggles. Yes. So I phoned all of my boyfriend's friends to get hold of him to find out if he wants seduction goggles. I literally thought you were going to say, I just found all of my boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful, my boy. My first boyfriend listens to this. Okay. Shh. Sorry, Mr. DeBreze. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> so we are going to figure this case out together. Yeah. I'm red. Be prepared because you're probably going to have questions I can't answer. Okay. 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 I might butcher this girl's name, so apologies in advance. But today we are doing the case of the murder of Annie Devani. Either Annie or Annie. I'm going to call her Annie. Annie Devani. Yeah, that's kind of, I like the, mm. I like the ring to it. So, from what I can see, she was born on the 12th of March, 1982. She's a Pisces. Oh, Okay. Ani and... Oh, wait. Ani was a Swedish woman of Indian origin. Oh, what a mix. That's slay. Yeah. Um, and she was murdered while on her honeymoon in South Africa. Oh, so you bring... Taking it from the overseas to the South Africa. I bring it home. Ah. After the taxi in which she had... She and her husband, Shrine... Shrine? Were traveling... It was hijacked. The taxi. Does that make sense? Should yes. I redo that? No, okay. no, that's good. I'm following. Great. So, three arrests were made in the days following the crime. There... Okay. I'm gonna... 
address these people by the first letter of their name because I cannot for the life of me pronounce their names. Okay. And it's just not going to happen. So the first hijacker was M. The next was X and also a hotel receptionist who's also M. <laughs> so it's MMX. <laughs> Slay. Girl so, M and man M. Yes. From what I can understand, the receptionist admitted to their involvement in an unintentionally fatal robbery and kidnapping. Mm-hmm. Facing life in prison, man M <laughs> and woman M. Yeah. Man, both the M's um, later changed their stories. Eminem. Eminem. <laughs> I'm the real Slim Shady. <laughs> so they decided to change their stories to allege the crime had been a premeditated murder for hire at the hands of Ani's husband. Sharon. Sharon. Yeah. What a husband. Why marry her then? Especially if this is your honeymoon. Like, if this was 10 years after you got married, yeah. maybe I could understand. Was she rich? I don't know. Mm. Maybe. Money, money, money. Mm-hmm. So, taxi driver Zola intentionally claimed to be an innocent victim of the incident, but faced this with... This is X? No. This uh. is Zola, the taxi uh. driver. Okay. I don't know. They initially claimed to be an innocent victim of the incident, but faced with the weight of evidence implicating him in the crime and in the wake of his fellow conspirators' allegations of a murder-for-hire plot, he too changed his story to allege the husband was the instigator. So everybody had an initial story, and then they swapped. They swapped. Weird. Plea bargains were offered to the conspirators in exchange for future testimony in legal proceedings related to the crime. The allegations of the husband's involvement made global headlines. Shrine's supporters denied the accusations, saying it was ludicrous to suggest he had... So it's not Eminem, it's ludicrous. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. That was so good. That was so good. I can't even be mad at that. Oh, that was brilliant. (laughs) Wow. So it was ludicrous (laughs) to suggest he had solicited an attack on his wife from the first taxi driver he met within hours of their arrival in Cape Town. Zola pleaded guilty to the murder. So the taxi driver pleaded guilty to the murder in December, 2020, ten, ooh, December 2010 and was sentenced to 18 years in prison. Wait, I'm so confused. Just carry on. What's I'm confusing you? He's claiming he had nothing to do with it. Then he's saying that the husband did it, but now he's pleading guilty to doing it himself. No, he didn't say the husband did it. He said the husband hired them to do it. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, <clears throat> yes. He was sentenced to 18 years in prison. Male M pleaded guilty to murder in August 2012 and was sentenced to 25 years in prison. X was tried and convicted of murder in November 2012 and was sentenced to life in prison. Female M admit... No, it was not a female. The receptionist was also a man. Mm. Look at us being sexist. Men can be receptionists. Yes. 
Okay. The other... Okay, so receptionist M admitted his involvement but was offered immunity in exchange for testimony against the other men alleged to have been involved in the crime. South African prosecutors formulated charges against Shrine based on the later discreted confessions of Tongo. I don't know who Tongo is. Um, oh, that's his surname. Duh. Uh. Idiots. <laughs> Let me restart that. South African prosecutors formulated charges against Shrine based on the later discredited confessions of M, M, and X, who were found to have committed perjury. Charges were brought on the basis Ani had been the victim of a premeditated kidnapping and murder for hire that was staged to appear like a random carjacking, allegedly arranged by her husband. Following a long legal battle, Shrine was extradited from the UK to South Africa to face trial, where he was acquitted by a Western Cape High Court in December 2014. So now that we have a somewhat painted picture, let's deep dive a little bit, yeah. So, Ani, um, her family was forced to leave Uganda in the early 1970s after the country's president expelled all Asians living there. Heavy. They were granted residence in Sweden and settled in some place there, where their daughter Ani was born and raised. Ani met Shrine in London in 2009 and they maintained a long-distance relationship until Ani moved to the UK in March 2010, where they became engaged in May that year. The couple, whose relationship was sometimes troubled, married at Lake Lake Powie, Pow, Powie? near Mumbai in India Duh. <laughs> on the 29th of October 2010. Yeah, that was quick. May, June, July, August, September, October. They got married in five months. Heavy. They were planning to hold a civil ceremony in the UK in 2011 for friends who could not attend their wedding in India. So going on to this whole shebang that happened. After landing in Cape Town, at Cape Town International Airport on the 7th of November 2010, Annie and her husband took a domestic flight and stayed at the Kruger National Park for four nights. Who decides to come to South Africa for a honeymoon? No, I don't know. Apparently, it's nice here. That's already suspicious. It's <laughs> <laughs> already like. Out of all the places you could go, why are we picking South Africa? Because you want to murder. <laughs> Well, came to the right place. <laughs> On the 12th of November, the couple returned to Cape Town International Airport where they met an engaged taxi driver, Zola, to drive them to, a five -star Cape Gr to the five-star Cape Grace Hotel. On the 13th of November, having retained Tonga as a tour guide, the couple were driven through the city in his Volkswagen... In his Volkswagen... <laughs> Tonga, Tongo, Tongo, not Tonga. This is Zola Tongo, Tonga. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Zola Tongo. So Zola <laughs> drove to Surfside Restaurant in the Strand suburb where the couple dined. Yummy. After their meal, Zola drove the couple back to their home. 
Shortly after they had turned off the main road, well, they were driving back to their home. Shortly after they had turned off the main road, two armed men hijacked the vehicle. After driving a short distance, Zola was ejected from the taxi. They kicked him out. They booted him. Shrine was robbed of his money, wallet, designer watch, and mobile telephone. And after being driven for about 20 minutes, he was also ejected from the vehicle. On the street, a bystander assisted him by calling the police. At 10 to 8 in the morning, I think. Yeah. On the 14th of November, Ani was found dead in the back of the Volkswagen taxi. She had suffered a single gunshot wound to her neck. Police later confirmed Annie's wristwatch, a white and gold diamond bracelet, her handbag and her Blackberry (laughs) were stolen. Well, they were missing and they were assumed to have been stolen. The items stolen in the robbery had an estimated value of 90,000 South African rands. That is a lot. 6,089 US dollars. Sure. So the post-mortem examination revealed bruising on her inner leg, indicating that she had been involved in a struggle. It also indicated that she had died from a single gunshot that had passed through her neck, through her hand and her neck, severing an artery. There was no sign of sexual assault. On the 17th of November, Annie's body was released by the South African authorities and returned to the United Kingdom on a British Airways flight, accompanied by her husband. Six months after her death, in a Hindu ceremony, her family scattered her ashes in her favorite area of a lake, close to her hometown in Sweden. As a result of a palm print found on the abandoned taxi, X was arrested on Tuesday the 16th of November 2010. Ngeni made a videotaped confession. Yeah, so X. X made a videotaped confession. Oh my nose, fuck. In the presence of Captain Jonker of the South African Police Service, admitting involvement in a hijacking, armed robbery, and kidnapping operation. He described Shrine and Ani as victims and said that M shot Ani during a struggle for her handbag. Not the first M, not the receptionist M. Mm hmm. So, the guy who shot her was arrested at around 1 o'clock, I think in the afternoon, on Thursday the 18th of November 2010, as a result of a tip-off from a trusted township informant. After initial denials, M was allowed to consult with arrested co-conspirators, so X and M, and subsequently admitted involvement in the hijacking armed robbery and kidnapping he described shrine and annie as victims so he did the same thing the other guy did he changed his story during an interview recorded at 21 past five in the evening that day saying the incident was a murder planned at the hands of shrine receptionist m was arrested in the early hours of thursday 18th of november 2010 as a result of zola providing his no not zola M. I'm confused. It's okay. Let me restart that paragraph. So, 
The first M was arrested in the early hours of Thursday, the 18th of November 2020, 2020, 2010, as a result of receptionist M providing his name to the police. After initially denying involvement, M made a record, a record, a recorded confession at Hoppos Fall on the 18th of November in the evening, um, admitting arranging a hijacking and armed robbery operation. The confessions did not mention a planned murder on shrine, uh, a planned murder or shrine's involvement. The following day, M changed his story, saying the operation was a planned murder at the hands of shrine. Taxi driver Zola reported the hijacking to a police station after he was ejected from the vehicle and made a statement saying he was an unknowing victim. On the 17th of November, Zola gave a statement to Officer Hendrikse at the SAPS, again saying he was an innocent victim. The following day, Zola appointed attorney William de Gros on Saturday the 20th of November. No. He appointed attorney William de Gras, and on Saturday the 20th of November, he surrendered to police and said the operation was a planned murder and was staged to appear as a random hijacking at the hands of Shrine. There was a lot of media coverage throughout this case. It was quite crazy. BBC did an episode. There was also a documentary on her that was released in 2021 yeah mm-hmm. so a lot of people were quite invested in yeah, what was I going on watch the documentary so such a junkie the first m and zola were offered reduced sentences in exchange for guilty pleas and the promise of truthful testimony against shrine and in other criminal proceedings related to the crime these plea deals were granted in accordance with Section 105A of the Criminal Procedure Act. Receptionist M was granted full immunity from prosecution in exchange for his promise of truthful testimony against Shrine and in other criminal proceedings related to the crime. This plea deal was granted in accordance to Section 204 of the Criminal Procedure Act. Zola, on the 7th of December 2010, appeared in the Western Cape High Court in accordance with his plea deal under Section 105A of the Criminal Procedure Act. He pleaded guilty to the armed robbery, kidnapping and murder of Ani. Crimes he alleged were committed at the hands of Shrine. According to the terms of his his Section 105A agreement, Zola was sentenced to 18 years imprisonment, contingent on his testifying truthfully against shrine in any future legal proceedings zola was expected to give evidence in the trials of x and m in 2011 and 2012 m avoided trial by pleading guilty pursuant to section a no to section 105a plea deal zola was not called as a witness to x's trial in 2012 as of august 2020 Zola was still serving his 18-year sentence in Malmesbury Prison. So, the first M. In pre-trial hearings on the 18th of February at Weinberg Magistrates Court, the counsel said the court was unable to provide a fair trial for his client. 
Tabu said, I'm instructed by some unknown police officer. I'm instructed that some unknown police officers assaulted him by means of a big torch. He was hit all over his body. He said the statement was was a suggestion put to him by the police. They already had the allegations, so they told him, just sign here. I wouldn't refer to this. I wouldn't refer to it as a confession, just a statement. According to the terms of his Section 105 agreement, M was sentenced to 25 years in prison, contingent on his testifying truthfully in future legal proceedings relating to the case. He will be eligible for a release in 2027. The trial of X. In 2011, X's lawyer, Vusi, said his client had been suffocated with a plastic bag before signing a statement admitting his involvement in the killings, further saying police resorted to irregular methods because of the pressure they were under to solve the high-profile case. The start of X's trial was delayed, and on the 13th of June 2011, it was announced that he had undergone brain surgery to remove a tumor. Despite having admitted to his role in the robbery and kidnapping of Ani in a videotaped confession, X pleaded not guilty at the start of his 2012 trial, saying he had an alibi and was not at the scene of the crime. X's lawyer said his initial confession should be ruled inadmissible as evidence because it was allegedly extracted using torture. Justice Robert Henney ruled against X and said the confession was admissible. Before testifying in the... Before testifying... In the X trial, key witness M, number one, read out a prepared statement confessing to lying in his two previous affidavits and promised to tell the truth when testifying. On the 19th of November 2012, X was convicted of murder and sentenced to life in jail. The court accepted M's M and M's versions of events, according to which the crime was a contract killing. X was ruled to have been the person who shot Ani. The court's findings were superseded. Is that a word? Okay. Um, by the judgment in the later trial of Shrine, in which the court found the earlier determinations had been made on the basis of flawed forensic evidence and perjury of yeah, and perjury of M and M's testimony. I lost my place. Give me a second. Yeah, and perjury of Eminem, the two key witnesses. In July 2014, it was confirmed that a medical parole application had been made for X, who was terminally ill with a brain tumor. He was denied parole and died in jail at the Goodwill at the Goodwood Center of Excellence on the 18th of October 2014. What a name for a place! <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck? So the extradition and trial of Shrine. After a long legal battle, Shrine was extradited from the UK to South Africa on the 7th of April 2014. Upon arrival, he was arrested, charged and ordered to stand trial for allegedly arranging the murder of his wife. He was charged with five offences. Conspiracy to commit kidnapping, robbery with aggravating circumstances, murder, kidnapping and obstructing the administration of justice. He pleaded not guilty to all five charges. Shrine's trial began on the 6th of October 2014. Under cross-examination, the key witnesses who alleged that Shrine, who alleged Shrine's involvement, so Zola, 
M and M contradicted their previous statements and each other on most of the key elements of the murder for hire story. Zola and M were found to have fabricated telephone calls and text messages that did not exist and refused to identify a fifth conspirator referred to in tape recordings. M refused to explain to the court why Ani was driven into a residential area. On the 24th of November 2014, after the close... What? Oh... On the 24th of November 2014, after the close of the prosecution's case, Shrine's counsel argued for the case to be dismissed under Section 174 of the Criminal Procedure Act, citing a lack of credible evidence linking his client to the crime. On the 8th of December, the application for dismissal under Section 174 was granted by the Honorable Judge Traverso. Traverso? Shrine was acquitted and exonerated of all involvement with the crimes. In her judgment, the judge ruled there was no credible evidence linking Shrine to the crime and explained her ruling by saying this. Mr. Tongo, who was the only witness who could link the accused to this conspiracy, gave evidence to the court which is so improbable and contains so many mistakes, lies, and inconsistencies that one simply cannot know where the lies end and the truth begins. I accept that at this stage of the proceedings, the credibility of a witness plays a limited role, but in my view, the evidence of these witnesses is so replete with fundamental contradictions on the key components of the state case that I can all but ignore it. In making this finding... I take into account that all three witnesses, Mr. Tongo, Mr. M, and Mr. M, were intelligent people and therefore more capable of attempting to twist their versions to implicate the accused. So she tuned, you're a bunch of liars. The court overturned the findings of Justice Henny in in one trial, ruling that X could not have been the person who shot Ani, and that some of the key conclusions reached in the 2012 trial were erroneous. Is that a word? Erroneous? Erroneous? Yeah, erroneous. Okay. Erroneous. Being based on flawed forensic evidence and the admitted lies of M. The court also ruled that M had again committed perjury and would not be granted indemnity from prosecution. Judge Traverso said, Before Mr. M proceeds with his evidence, he delivered a pre-prepared speech, which, from the record, appears to be virtually identical to a similarly emotive speech which he gave the court in an earlier trial before blatantly lying about material aspects. So M has not been prosecuted or punished for his self-confessed role in the crime, nor for his self-confessed perjury whilst testifying. On the 19th of November 2015, the the Director of Public Prosecutions decided M could not be prosecuted. On the 22nd of January 2015, a complaint was lodged by the Higher Education Transformation Network, alleging judicial, judicial, 
judicial fuck i can't say that judicial bias and prejudiced behavior of judge traverso in the trial of shrine on the 25th of april that year a judicial courts committee dismissed the HETN's complaints describing it as frivolous and lacking in substance the national prosecuting authority declined to appeal the judgment or lodge any complaints against judge traverso after shrine's exoneration in december 2014 Ani's family asked for a coroner's court in the uk to reopen the inquest into her death and to and to compel shrine to publicly answer questions damn on the 9th of september 2015 a brent at brent coroner's court in north london coroner andrew walker said he did not consider a full inquest appropriate because a criminal trial had already been concluded in south africa on the 9th of october walker confirmed there was insufficient cause to resume an inquest he told the court he was prohibited from reaching a conclusion that was inconsistent with the findings of South African courts. On the 4th of August 2018, Ani's uncle, acting as a spokesperson for her family in response to media reports of Shrine's same-sex relationship, said, We accept he did not murder Ani, but he lied to us and he had a very secret gay life. He owes us an apology for all his lies. Well, that was a twist I didn't see coming. <laughs> so the parents believe he did it. Mm. Yeah. And then the uncle was like, it's fine. We'll accept that you didn't do it. But you were gay. It's <laughs> 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 <is> so random. <laughs> but slay, I guess. But I mean, if you... <clears throat> wow, that was a lot. That was, if you are gay, why were you marrying... Like, dude... And that just to me... And then she ends up dead. That exactly. is dodgy. That's what I was going to say. That makes me more believe that he was involved. Yeah. And also, if he wasn't involved, why would they have kicked him out and just murdered her? Surely you'd murder him and then do whatever to her. You know? Yeah. Why would you kick him out and yeah, let him be able to... Keep him alive. Yeah. You know? He knows who you are. Yeah. Surely you just... Yeah, that makes no sense suspicious my theory is that he had something to do with it to be h totes totes yeah sorry for the confusion guys no i followed i was invested okay that's good. why i didn't say much because i was like what okay what? i promise next week we'll be more prepared yeah next week we're coming guns blazing <laughs> we shouldn't say that on a no, true we podcast shouldn't. we are so appropriate mm. <laughs> but that was a it was a good case. Thank you. Crazy. Yeah. I'm still flabbergasted. Why? why and why was everybody changing all their fucking stories? Just That's super weird. Why are you weird. coming to South Africa for your honeymoon? <laughs> if you're in Sweden. If you're in Sweden. Yeah. Why the fuck? We have like rhinos and giraffes and shit. That's pretty cool. Bruh. That is like people... Getting into a shark cage, <laughs> fucking shark diving, and being like, "Yeah, but maybe I'll see a dolphin." <laughs> Bitch, you're still getting in a cage with a fucking shark. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is true. 
How badly do you want to see a rhino? Like, for realsies. I live here and I don't think I've ever seen a rhino. I've seen, have you not been to the zoo? I've been to the zoo. Uh, was there not a rhino at the zoo you went to? Did you go to... What zoo did you go to? The one in Pretoria. Is there rhinos there? I don't know. I've been to a zoo with a rhino. Oh, that's cool. And a, and you an, see that and they an try lamp. Aww. Did you see that they've got a little community going and they're redoing our zoo? After they shut it down. Yeah, but there was some dodger shit. Yeah. We knew the guy that was doing the the snakes mm-hmm. who was a caretaker of the snakes he didn't get paid for over a year what so his wife was working and she would give him money so he could buy the the snakes food and take mm. care of them yeah so sad. his daughter was in my daughter's school mm-hmm. he's such a sweetie pie i'm fucking do scared of him eh? really brah he loves snakes yeah that is dodgy like how do you Doja. how do you how do you love snakes? Like people, I don't know. I'm scared of snakes. I'm scared of snakes. Yeah, man. me too. I'm I had scared. a dream of a snake last night. It shows how drunk I was. Yeah, they are. I, don't f- I can't read them. Mm-mm. You know? Mm. At least with a spider, I can overpower you. With the snake, I don't know. Mm. I don't, I'm not fucking with no anaconda. Mm-mm. Huh? Have you no seen that movie? Snake. Right? And a cobra. <laughs> Yeah. Not our brew. No thanks. They are beautiful and I love drawing them. Mm. But other than that, mm-mm. Yeah, I love having them on my border. Notice. With and ink, but not like actually on my border. The devil was a snake. So, you know, that's just dodgy even in the Bible. Satan! <laughs> no shame. I don't, I don't feel that way about snakes. I'm just scared. But I respect the power. I respect the power. I went to go see leopards and lions and cheetahs at that place Mm. Mm. and they would have allowed me because i know these people really well they would have allowed me to go into the cage with the one leopard Mm. and i was like nautis brew not happening i what if they just don't like me and they decide today's the day yeah and i don't mind dying but i don't really want to be chowed no and like if i die i still want to like look Okay. Now, if I could be dead and then be child, hare, shop. I don't want to witness myself being yeah. child. No, I don't want to look ugly after I die. Yeah, and then they're probably going to have to put out the animal because he child me and that's and just that's not okay. Because I was the stupid idiot who got into the cage you with know? him, you know? Yeah. And I don't want to be seen as stupid. So, no, I respect the power. The one panther, though, the black leopard, I put my hand up against the... Because she was sitting there purring at me. Mm. And then they said I can put my hand flat against the, the cage. And she licked it. Aww. Oh, like a little put it tat. And it's That's so cute. so cute. Yeah. So. Well, I hope you enjoyed that, guys. Yeah. Shit talking. Full episode Friday. Rockstar lifestyle. We'll see mm. you on Monday. We will be more prepared. Yes. Hopefully. Yeah. Got oh, some fun we were not prepared. For Monday. <laughs> we weren't prepared for Monday, but we will be prepared for next Friday. Yes. Yes. Bye. Bye.